0: In the translation of the Amplified Bible, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter number 14, verses 19 through 20, sounds like this. Then he, he referring to Jesus, ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up toward heaven, he blessed. In other words, he gave thanks. And broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave it to the people. And they all ate and were satisfied. They picked up 12 full baskets of leftover broken pieces. There were about 5,000 men who ate besides the women and children. My brothers and my sisters, we as the American people who have just celebrated Thanksgiving are now pushing outside of the Thanksgiving season and are pressing toward the Christmas season but in between then and uh, or, or now and then, we want to speak to you this morning from the subject what happens when we give God thanks. Let us pray. Almighty and ever kind God, we thank you this morning God for your presence in this place. God we thank you for the life, the health, the strength that we all have. We bless you oh God for this collective body both here and Uh, in the sanctuary and those who are tuning in on social media. God, we, we thank you just for this day. We bless you for the air we breathe. We thank you, oh God, for the word that you have left behind that we might be able to live our lives by your example. We thank you, oh God. I thank you for all of these people who are gathered here and for those who are soon to come. We bless you, we honor you, and now, oh God, I ask that you will help my husband and I to bring forth this word that will help to people to better understand what happens when we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. All the people in the house, let me hear you say amen and bless the Lord our God. You know, it's probably not a secret that many, many, many around this nation take thanksgiving and the giving of thanks to God for granted. Uh-huh, don't we sometimes uh, do that? I, I know that we had talked a little bit about this in our sermon last week. Um, but today, we, we, we ask you... Um, you know, just trying to check and see how the folks, uh, enjoyed, uh, the, the Thanksgiving holiday with your perfectly seasoned turkey, if yeah. that's what you had, uh, with all the trimmings, you all know, the, the yeah. dressing yeah. and the vegetables on the side, and, uh, the mac and cheese. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Some hot, yeah. All of that. Oh, see, see, yeah. See, she she just had a flashback uh, 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 of the table on Thursday and all the goodies that were present. To her. And 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 you know. And then we can't forget, Brother Rico. For those of you who have the sweet tooth, anybody in here got? It? Oh, see, hand we're right up. If you if you got just a hint of a sweet tooth. You you gonna look for those desserts after yeah. the di- after the meal? Amen, somebody. Amen. After you have a had to had a minute to let that digest. Yeah yeah. You start looking to see where's the desserts. Yeah, and bring out those sweets and those uh, tasty exotic desserts. Yes, amen. I know. I, I I get it. I get it. The same thing happens around the Brown household. But but uh, well well we 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 make a point of. Uh, uh, talking about not uh, uh, taking this whole giving thanks for granted, because I do believe that there are many people who ate without so much as a quick prayer. Didn't thank God for any of it. They met somebody. They just sat down to the table, picked up a knife or fork, and dug in. Yeah. Uh Uh, some, some, Some people didn't even thank God, for the hands that prepared it. Amen. You know how we like to thank God for the people who who had the knowledge, who had the skill, who had the love that they poured into the food. Come on, somebody. Didn't even thank them. They just dug in. Amen. 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 But on the flip side, I believe in my heart of hearts that uh, there are a great number of us who did not take giving thanks to God for the holiday for granted. Amen. Somebody, yeah. They, 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 in fact, I I can see it now, uh, Brother Rico. How uh, sometimes our families. Uh, uh, you might sit down or maybe you might stand up and stand around and, and talk about what you're thankful for, amen, amen. Uh, on that day. Uh, and then you bow your head and you hold hands maybe and you give God thanks for the bountiful blessings. If nothing else, for the bountiful blessings that's on your plate, right in front of you, uh, right in that moment, more food than you could possibly eat in three or four or five days. Uh huh. I know I'm on somebody's street this morning. Uh huh. We had more, more, more uh, than we could possibly consume. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and so today, today we come uh, looking at that text. I know it's a familiar text for those of you who hang out in your Bible or or who have hung out in churches. You all uh, uh, understand the story because what I want you to understand is that in this uh, uh, parable, we see uh, that the Savior is modeling a true way of thanksgiving. Here is that story where uh, there was no food to feed these uh, massive amounts of hungry, uh, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse uh, kind of people. You all ever seen uh, people that are so hungry they could just eat a horse? Yeah, uh-huh, that's some kind of appetite. Uh, uh, but there's a crowd of fine people actually there's a crowd of five thousand men. some estimate that with the women and the children we're looking at somewhere in the ballpark of fifteen to twenty thousand people that were in the group. So what we need to understand about the story, Pastor Keith, here is, is that as usual, Jesus was followed by massive crowds of people as he went to a remote place after he had learned of the beheading of his cousin, John the Baptist. I, I, I believe uh, that he had some sadness in his heart uh, and he went to this far away, remote place uh, uh-huh, to, to to pray and to hear from his father. Have anybody ever been in a place where you just needed to get somewhere where you could just communicate with the Lord? Uh, you ain't had nobody calling you, nobody texting you, nobody messaging you, nobody hitting you, tapping you on your shoulder. You just needed to be someplace uh, quiet where you could hear from God. Uh, but, but, but this in this remote place, uh, you understand that Jesus traveled there by boat, uh, but the crowd that followed him actually walked to get where Jesus was. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, so how many of you know that you can work up an appetite if yeah. you walk long yeah. enough? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. If you burn enough calories uh, 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 walking, uh, and you can't find a Snickers in your pocket nowhere uh-huh you gonna get mighty hungry mm-hmm. uh-huh and so we read in a uh, uh, verse number 14 and that is prior to getting to our our focus text this morning we see that Jesus saw the people, he saw all of those crowds of people, and the word says that he had compassion on them, stepped out of the boat, and began healing their Uh huh. But as the evening time fell, uh, the disciples knew that there would be no chance of getting food to Feed the people, and they suggested that Jesus send them away so they could go get their own food. In other words, a DoorDash was about to shut down for the night. A food line and Safeway was about to put the locks on the door. There was gonna be no way that they could get food. But can I just turn your attention to what Jesus had in mind because Jesus had a whole nother situ- had a whole nother perspective on the situation, and Jesus said, in, in essence, He said, "I don't like your suggestions, disciples. You feed them." Uh oh, uh oh. Can 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 you imagine? Can you imagine? You, you, they mm-hmm. Peter pulling out his phone, talking about Jesus. We we so far in the woods, I can't even get a signal. We can't. Where, where are we going to where, where get enough food to, to to feed these people? You see, uh, uh, the disciples saw all of the people, and Jesus saw all of the people. Uh, uh, where would they ever get enough Food to feed that massive hungry crowd that that have that, that walked so long and so far that they're just about to pass out. You all have wow. been with somebody that claim they're going to pass right out if yeah. they don't get something yeah. soon. If they don't get something quick. Amen. Yeah. Somebody. Amen. Amen. And so this is where they are. But but I love it. I love it, Reverend Veronica, because there's some stuff that's going on behind that test. Jesus knew that the disciples didn't have enough food, but he wanted them to say it. So that the record could show that what was about to take place in the middle of nowhere was a miracle by his power. Come on, somebody somebody been in the middle of nowhere. Anybody or have any middle-of-nowhere people in the house oh, yeah. in the middle of nowhere? Oh, yeah. you, 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 you can't get no help. Yeah. So if you look at the scripture, we can see that Jesus modeled the perfect thanksgiving yes, before his Father. And so what I want to do before Pastor Keith comes is... Uh, Help you to see that that model that Jesus gives us. Uh, and the first thing I'm going to show you is that the problem has been identified, uh, but his followers have no idea how to fix it.
1: Okay.
0: I know I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> Seen the problem. <laughs> Can call it out. <laughs> but don't know how I'm going to get it, how I'm going to fix it. Uh, I need y'all to check this out in Matthew's gospel. God, he, he tells us that the disciples only had five loaves of bread and two fish. Uh-huh. So if you see all of those people, you dare not pull out <laughs> five loaves right. and two fish. All right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You see, because that little bit of food was really for the disciples. That's right. you ever been somewhere and, and you the only one who had a sandwich <laughs> and, and everybody else around you ain't had nothing? You pull that sandwich out and, and see what happens. You never eat it in peace. Especially if you got a child in the mix. Because they're going get right up in your face and try to get a piece of some peanut butter and jelly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you see, Jesus' disciples, I, I imagine that they were feeling a bit discouraged. There were plenty of hungry people, but they couldn't see a way to feed them. I That might have helped them to lose some hope, Pastor. Uh But this was about to be a disaster. Uh, Because all they could see was two little fish and five loaves of bread. Uh, Aren't we like that in our situation sometimes? Uh, All we can see uh, is what we don't have. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. We we, we don't see what we have, uh, but we see. What we don't. uh, uh You see, in in, in today's vernacular, we would say, Houston, uh, we have a problem. Uh, In in, in the words of the hymn writer, he put it like this. Uh, He would say, Father, I stretch my Hands to thee, for there is no other help. I know, has anybody uh, ever been there? Huh? Which will move me to the next step uh, in, in, in the mouth. My next step is this, is that Jesus went into action. Uh-huh. Check it out, check it out, check your Bible, you see, because in verses 18 and 19, Jesus tells his disciples to bring him the food, and they took that pitiful lunch, and he looked heavenward, he called on his father, who has fed millions in the I know how do I know? Uh uh-huh. You all read your Bibles, you all know it was the Father who, rem- who provided manna in the wilderness uh, in the days of Moses. Check uh, out Exodus, the 16th chapter. When the children of Israel wandered in the desert for 40 years, they met somebody before they could get to the promised land. It was God who provided manna every day. Oh God! <laughs> and, 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 and see, because they were out there already complaining, mumbling, murmuring, uh, bad talking. Uh, Moses, uh, would you do bring us out here to die and all of this? You all saw it in the, in the Bible, and, and so we got a a situation where God has already done uh, this kind of stuff before. Uh-huh. maybe 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 you've been in a similar situation. Have you ever had almost nothing? you needed to work with. But 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 something comes over you and says uh, I'm gonna hold up what I got uh, in my hand towards heaven. Yeah. I, I hope that he gave thanks before anything happened. All right, he okay. gave thanks. I think that's what we're talking yeah. to you about today. You see, so this is where the theme for this morning stands out in the text. Before the miracle took place, Jesus thanks his father for the food. He thanks his father for the supernatural provision. In other words, he took the happy meal and he blessed it knowing it was about to be multiplied beyond anybody's wildest imagination. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, feeding those who are hungry is an act of compassion and the demonstration of the of the kingdom of God. Uh, nothing says God is with us uh, more than when you feed somebody's hungry belly. Uh, have you ever seen people who just waiting for a meal? Uh, they're standing alive for hours uh, waiting for the soup kitchen to open uh, so they can get a meal. Uh, and it's not just the kitchen help, uh, but it's the presence of God uh, who is feeding your very physical body uh, that can then uh, Feed your soul. Uh, oh, Amen. God, God, our God, our God is a amazing. God, you need to see it in the text. And can I just uh, pause here for a minute? Because I know today we are talking about food. I know we are examining the blessing of getting food. But what I've come to understand, Minister Matt, is that Jesus responds to all areas of our lives just like this. When we put him first in the equation... We are bound to come out of our situation better than we went in. It may take a while. We may not understand what he's doing, but we are bound to come out better. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, I, I, I have seen people give thanks for healing. Before the first treatment. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I've seen God's people give thanks for coming out of addictions before they ever make it to the real. Oh, God. I know there are countless stories of Christ followers who have restored marriages. Even before, um, because they stopped giving God thanks, uh, even before the reconciliation uh, ever took place. Uh, There's something about giving God thanks uh, before the miracle happens uh, because it opens our eyes uh, to what faith in God can do ah yeah 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 ain't that right pastor keith how many times uh, how many times have we decided uh, that we're gonna give god thanks uh, before the battle is over Ah, oh god i understand i understand he was giving thanks uh, in a way in advance uh, of seeing what his father was about to do Uh, oh god and then and then next uh, And so we have uh, this situation that's going on where where, where Jesus is telling them to bring him the food. And and he gives the food key in his hand. And then he takes the food and he blesses it. And then he breaks it. He breaks it. He breaks it. He breaks it. it. In other words, he had uh, what he had. And then he breaks it and it multiplies. All right. All right. All right. And then what even on top of that Sister the friend, it tells us, and all of them,
1: Ooh,
0: can you, can you just imagine sitting there and watching Jesus, but well, you see, see I, 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 I wonder, I wonder you all, I wonder things of God. If anybody in the crowd really understood what was happening, now, I, but but I've come to to believe that what he did that for was for the disciples, the people who were close to him that could see good. They had the front row seat. They handed him the bread and the fish. They could see what he was doing. Somebody far away might not have seen just how he was performing this miracle. They may have been totally oblivious to what was about to happen, but those disciples Jesus in this house this morning. Do I have anybody who can sit and see what God is about to do even in your life? Come on somebody. You got to hold on. You got to hold on. And so the bread was broken and that was the children, uh, all of the men uh, who were in attendance, uh, and my Bible says that they ate um, until they were full. Uh, And so the moral of the story uh, is simply this. Uh, They're not enough became more than enough. All right. Amen. Am I right about it this morning? Uh, I think I'm telling the story uh, like how it's supposed to go. Uh, you see, the reason I can say this with confidence uh, is that in verse number 20 uh, and, and beyond, it says, afterward, uh, the disciples picked up Twelve baskets of leftovers. Uh, Now, somebody back me up on this, uh, but unless my math is way off, uh, and it could be, am I right, Pastor Keith? uh, That equates to one basket per disciple. Yeah. All right. That's That's good. How? How did you get? How did you get uh, from five loaves of bread? uh, with two little fish, uh, a pitiful lunch, uh, 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 for most of us, uh, uh, to, to having uh, 12 baskets. Uh, well, <sighs> I'm done, Pastor Keith, but I just want you all to know that this was a great reminder of what our God can do. Uh, Oh, yes, yes. Somebody, somebody give God a hand praise for what he can do. Uh, You see, not enough became more than enough. Uh, And it can do it when we take our little. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, And we give it to Jesus. uh, But we thank him in advance Uh, for telling him, uh, really, what you're saying, I believe that with your help, uh, Oh, God, and with your miracle-working power that you will intercede in my situation. Oh, God, it looks like I don't have enough, but with you, I believe that you can bring out of my deficiency that you can bring me into a Amen. Amen. This, this extraordinary, miraculous event, was so powerful that it was the only miracle recorded in all four gospels, Uh all four. Take your little, taking our little, thanking the Father in advance for the increase, for the provision is what Jesus does. It is who Jesus is. And we should put this model into practice. Come on, Pastor Keith. Amen.
1: Amen. amen, amen. So what happens when we give thanks to God? What happens? Let me tell you a quick story. In a previous church that I was in, one time we were having a financial issue. You all know I love to talk about finances. And I was looking and all members of the church board were looking and we were saying this issue may take us out. That may even sound familiar at times in this place. Okay. But what happened was, there was some naysayers in the group who began to say, we need $7,000, which wasn't a, a whole whole lot of money, but a lot of money when you don't have them. And the, the people on the board, some of them were like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they were getting upset. But let me tell you that there was some praying folk in that group. Come on now. Some of them even sitting in this church because they were at that other church. And they began to say, Lord, we give you thanks. For what you're going to do. They didn't go into what we don't have. And what we might lose. What we couldn't get together. They began to say Lord we thank you. They had the faith to believe. That God was going to answer their prayers. Well on that day. That Sunday morning. That day that was the D-Day. As we would say. People were like, well, well, you know, they say we need seven thousand dollars. What are we gonna do? And I will tell you that by the end of the sermon, after the offering had been made, the people didn't know it, but the folk on the board knew it. That not only did we have seven thousand dollars, not only did we have Not only did we have $9,000 but God has supplied $10,000. God can do. So what happens when we thank God? When we give thanks to God? When we thank Him in advance? We can expect a miracle. I don't know about you today, but I love to be able to expect a miracle in the middle of my mess. I, I, I love to be able to know that God is going to hear me yeah, right. when I raise my hand and say, God, I give you thanks. may not look like you're going to get what you need, but we know that we can expect a miracle. Y'all know the song that the, the Clark sisters used to sing, I expect a miracle every day. I know God going to show the way I expect a miracle. So, you know, I'm always going through some readings and things, and I ran across this guy named Ralph Carmichael. And in 1968, he wrote a book that was talking about we can expect a miracle. And he said that the miracle is the measure of God's love for us he said the measure of his love is more than I can comprehend that God so mighty is so willing to take broken lives to men and then when I touch his healing hand and faith comes pouring through I just expect a miracle Rico for nothing less Will do. I don't know about you today, but that touched my soul because it goes to what happens when we give thanks to God. Yes, yes, yes. You, you know, there's another point here to be said in this whole story that our testimony will help us receive increased favor from God. Yes. Pastor, I already told you about the 12 baskets of food left over. That was the testimony that was received and God decided that he would send the increase. Anybody here need an increase? I hope you help me preach it. And that sometimes you're sitting back and you're looking at how bad things are. And we don't think about if we just give him the testimony for what he's already done. And that we have already received increased favor. Sometimes we don't even know it's coming and God sends it like the rain. Sometimes we don't know that that we needed that extra food in the house, but God sends it like the rain. Since God must get the glory in our lives, Proverbs 3, 9 through 10 says that when we honor the Lord with all of our substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase, that he will do more I think I heard that already in your sermon, that we'll get more than enough. That means our barns in an agrarian society, or our food, our money, our situation yeah. that will may, may look so ugly early on, those barns will now be bursting with plenty. That's good news today. Amen. Somebody needs plenty. Amen. Somebody needs to know that God's going to do more than yeah. enough. Also, Psalms 18, one through three says that those of us with testimonies who are willing to tell a story, some people want to hide their testimony, yeah. but if you're willing to tell your story, yeah. then you will go to greater levels of faith. I know that's a good thing. Some people want to be behind the scenes, but sometimes you've got to tell somebody about how good God has been to you. Yeah. That's good news today. Because he says he will, he will give you if you testify about it. He will give you strength and more courage, and, and your strength and courage will be released and increase. I know somebody out there. Oh, it ain't worth all that? Y'all don't need all that talking about what you did. Because you know how back in the day you go to some of these old testimony services, and people stand and they would give almost their whole life story talking about what God had done. And then you, oh, it don't take all that. But let me tell you, the truth is, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And God blesses it when you tell it. You see, giving thanks is a positive activity, not just in the Bible, but in our lives. Positive psychology research says that gratitude which is a synonym for giving thanks, is associated with greater happiness. I don't know about you, but I want to be happy. Sometimes I don't want to be sad. Sometimes if I can just get a smile, out, that's what I need. I want greater happiness. So what happens when you expect a miracle before it happens? What happens when you testify to the goodness of God Then, here's what my list says. You'll feel more positive emotions. That you'll relish good experiences. That your health, believe it or not, will even improve. You'll be able to deal with adversity effectively. And you'll build strong relationships. Harvard Health says simply that giving thanks will make you happier. Anybody here want to be happy? You want to be happier than you were when you came in? You want to be happier when you leave here? You want to be happier when you get home to your home? Anybody? I want to make sure I'm in the right church. Let me give you another point and I'll get out of your way. Giving thanks gives life yeah. to dead situations. Yeah. Anybody has some dead situations? i raise my hand for you. If you haven't had any, keep on living. Amen. Because we going to have, in this life, some dead things. We're going to have some. Minister Matt is working for the, for the funeral home. I hope you all know that. Hey. He sees dead folk every day they ain't coming back to life not in this life we have some dead situations in our lives we can't seem to fathom why they're in our lives but if we give thanks we can watch as those dead situations begin to come back to life amen somebody Amen, somebody. In an article I was reading also, it's something called You Version. Uh, it said, giving thanks to God might seem fine and, and dandy and easy when we're trusting him, things that have already come to pass. Or when we have a breakthrough that happens. Y'all know how we get, when we get the breakthrough, we, we all shopping and, and we, then we're not only shopping, we're, we're out, we're jumping and we're dancing. Where well, Everything is so good. Everything is everything, as they say. When things are flowing, well, sister they, they're they flowing. And we see where the faith of God is on us. Oh, yeah, it's on then. Yeah. Yeah. But you, Virgin, and I also state things this day. We should notice that with Jesus, his thanksgiving, little tea like we talked about last week, not big tea, the holiday. Little things with Jesus always came before the big breakthrough. Meaning he thanked God. Before the breakthrough. Not just for himself. But even for us. He thanked God. Before the healing. He thanked God. Before the special need came on. And therefore. He thanked God. Before the miracle. Oh somebody had some mess. Somebody had some special need, But God. Put a miracle. On your mess. Oh, I'm happy today. I don't know about you, but see, this message was for me just like it might have been for you. I thank God. I, I went to the story of Lazarus and, and how Jesus took four days extra to get there. And they already knew the man was dead and folks like, he's stinking. And, and what is Jesus showing up for now? And Jesus walks up and he said, well, Lord, Father, I thank you because you heard me. Yes. And that was all he said. And then he had to, well, after that, all he had to do was roll the stone away. And the dead man got up walking. Right. Out of his all dead right. clothes, he, he came out looking like a natural man. Right. God had raised him from the dead. He raised something dead. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I'm going to let you know that there was nothing more to say because God had raised them. God will raise some dead things. Jesus, the ultimate way maker, the ultimate promise keeper, the ultimate light in the darkness. Uh, there might seem like there had been a time when when all hope was gone during this time, and, 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 and Jesus just was not going to be able to get there in time to help Lazarus. Some people would have wanted to call an all night prayer vigil. Yeah. And then they still would have been doubting what God could do. I'm here to tell you that we can call all the night vision prayer vigils we want to, that we can let things in life get us down, and we can see the mess. Taking us down, but if we would just take the time to give thanks, even as Jesus did, we can see life come back into a dead situation. Why? Because Jesus was on the scene. I love it, I love it, I love it. He was there on the scene. So give thanks before the miracle happens. You see, a miracle is an intervention from God, from beyond levels and limitations of this natural world. So it ain't about what's happening out here. It's that God is controlling what is happening here. So God will bless you. You'll be able to praise God from whom all, not some, but all blessings flow. And more fervor will be on your life because you'll be able to see the miracles happen before your eyes. And in closing, let me just tell you, when you give thanks to God, what happens is you'll go from hopeless to hopeful. You'll go from impatient to patient. And, and, And he, as I said before, will change your mess into a miracle. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Amen.